0: north of San Francisco, along the coast of Marin County. Down beneath the cliffs, there's a cluster of rustic wooden cabins. They're pretty basic, no electricity, no running water, but they have beautiful views of the Pacific Ocean and a few steps away, a secluded beach. This is the Steep Ravine campground. For some, staying there is like heaven on earth. But it's tough to get in,
1: almost impossible. Since 1984, we've been trying to get there a couple times of the year. This is Abigail Johnston. One of the things that is terribly annoying to me is that every few months or so, they just love to tell you the greatest camping places in California, and steep ravine is right up there at the top. And I want, you know, I have written to Tom Steinstra of the Chronicle at least three times saying, please don't discuss it anymore. <laughs> it's
0: popular enough as it is. She hasn't been able to get a reservation in more than a year. Its popularity is one thing, but as reporter Jessica Placik explains, it could be something else. Something not quite human. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hi there. I'm Randa Abdel from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today.
1: You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.
2: Bots. Bots are software that can automatically perform routine tasks on the internet. You've probably used a bot online and not even realized it like when you search the web or look for cheap flights on sites like Kayak or Expedia. Instead of having to check each airline yourself, the bots go and pull all that information into one helpful place. But bots can also be used nefariously. For a long time, I've been hearing a rumor that people have been using bots on the Reserve America website to snag cabins at Steep Ravine. And this rumor gets repeated a lot. This is how I think it spots, because humans don't move that quickly. This is Sandia Dirks. She's related to Abigail. And she's also my coworker. But for the purposes of this story, I am taking off my reporter hat and I am just basically the Erzatz daughter of Abby and Steve. Sandia has tried to help the Johnstons get a cabin. And before we get any further, let me tell you how you get or try to get a cabin. You need to be ready on the first of the month at exactly 8 a.m. when the reservation window opens. Now you've got to deal with Reserve America, a contractor hired by California State Parks. You either have to call and hope the person who picks up is fast at making reservations, or you need to go to the website and make your fingers fly, hitting the refresh button and filling out the forms faster than the next person. So I'll set up six tabs, so then I'll go through the tabs and I'll, you know, pick search dates, search date, search date, search dates dates, search dates. My poor computer's brain is probably dying at this point. They all come back. Those dates aren't available. Those dates aren't available. Those dates aren't available. And that's 15 seconds after 8 a.m. This is to book a cabin seven months in advance. It seems to me that a highly desirable vacation place by the ocean and a lot of people with access to technological know-how and a mainly online registration process that if you put those things together, you get bots. We don't know for sure if bots are reserving campsites, but that doesn't mean they're not there.
1: I'm Chris Streeter.
2: Do you program for a living?
1: I do, yeah. Uh, Software engineer.
2: Got. I met Streeter at home in San Francisco's Mission District. He's showing me a program he wrote a couple weeks ago. Okay, so what are we looking at?
1: So I wanted to get camp uh, campground reservations for Big Basin. Basically, it involves going to reserveamerica.com.
2: His bot looks for cancellations on the Reserve America website.
1: I made it so that every like, 15 minutes, it just checks. And if there is a site, it posts a little notification on my Mac that says, hey, there's a site available.
2: Someone said that you should build a bot if you have to do it more than three times.
1: Yeah, I think that's totally the engineering way to do it. And that's how I think about it, too, is like, if I have to do this a bunch of times, can I automate it?
2: And Streeter's bot isn't the only one. Bots are also used to get permits at the mecca of all national parks.
1: From soaring cliffs and giant waterfalls to enormous trees and tranquil meadows, Yosemite is a landscape of diversity.
2: Yep, there's a bot for Yosemite. That one also scrapes for availability. The code for this bot is on GitHub, a code-sharing website, which means anyone who finds the code and understands it can use it. But is this legal?
3: It's unlikely that this kind of a case would be pursued by prosecutors.
2: This is Professor Andrea Matwishan at Northeastern University. Her work focuses on technology and innovation policy. She says some bots are illegal, like certain bots that scalp concert tickets. But Streeter's non-commercial bot falls into a gray area. It's just for personal use. Still, Matuition says we should be asking ourselves,
3: is it fair? It's an act of creating technology haves and technology have nots.
2: Streeter has thought about fairness. He said he could build a bot that would beat humans and reserve a campsite immediately when registration opens.
1: The same way I'm automating just to check to see if there's something, you could automate the whole flow to like, make reservations as well.
2: Streeter says that program might exist, but he hasn't written it.
1: I look at it as this is doing nothing that a person couldn't do. Like. It's the same thing as setting an alarm on your phone for every 15 minutes and then checking the site, which is exactly what I did before.
2: Faster and more advanced bots have been used in other ways. Here's Matuition.
3: There was a controversy in a business school in New York City where some of the students had created bots in order to get better registration times for classes. And the student body was very divided on whether they thought that these students were somehow cheating, or whether these students who wrote the bots were simply
2: using their skills in an innovative way. It's happening in Bay Area restaurants, too. San Francisco restaurant State Bird Provisions is the most notorious target. These bots are used for personal gain and for profit. One such company is TableSweep, which scrapes website OpenTable for cancellations at top restaurants and charges customers $5 for each successfully booked reservation. I should note here that the Park Service has found vendors selling reservations. It's illegal, and they shut them down, though it's unclear if vendors used bots. Matuition believes that there needs to be space for innovation. But if not everyone has the same access to that technology, it raises a lot of questions.
3: That's a really interesting and controversial debate that we need to have as a society. And these questions of scraping data and aggregating and reusing are the very entry point first generation iteration of those questions that are going to show up on steroids in the next 10 to
2: 20 years. Today we're talking about campsites and restaurant reservations. Tomorrow, much bigger things could be on the line. But for now, what can be done to stop the bots? I called and emailed Reserve America asking for comment. Nobody got back to me. I was, however, able to reach Brian Ketterer on his cell phone.
4: I'm the Southern Field Division Chief for California State Parks.
2: Since Reserve America is a contractor for California State Parks, Ketterer is their client.
4: So I called Reserve America, a current uh, reservation system, and they said they have software that screens for bots. They were not aware of any infiltration into our reservation system
2: he didn't have the details of what kind of anti-bot software Reserve America uses. Having filled out a reservation myself, it seems to me they could beef it up by adding CAPTCHAs, those distorted, pixelated, and wispy letters that you need to copy into a box below. Though even that isn't foolproof. Programmers have gotten around CAPTCHAs by hiring real people to fill them out. The problem could also be addressed from the supply side. The bots were created because there's fierce competition for campsites.
4: The real story is a lack of inventory.
2: 40 million people live in California and millions more visit as tourists. But Ketterer says the state parks have less than 15,000 campsites and accommodations available for reservation.
4: And if you look at those numbers, it's not in your favor. It's like playing the lottery.
2: Over the years, they've seen the number of reservations increase. In just the last year, campsite reservations were up by 9 percent. And Ketterer says the parks haven't been able to keep up with growing demand. So when's the last time you guys increased inventory?
4: 2005. It was the last campground that we inaugurated or christened.
2: They don't have the budget to open and maintain new sites. Right now, they're just focused on taking care of the campgrounds they do have. One wild thing, Ketterer himself has struggled to get a spot.
4: I have yet to visit Crystal Coast State Park as a visitor, and I would love to do that. Um, I've also tried for Big Sur, and I have yet to get into there, and I've tried for about five years.
2: That's crazy. I can't believe you who work for it can't even, like, get a sweet deal. <laughs> This is
0: so frustrating, Jessica, and I have to say, if there's no hope for a guy who actually works at the park service, there's certainly no hope for me or for you or for our listener, Abigail. And we aren't even talking about the worst case scenario in this story. Do you think that there are people who are out there who are actually reserving campsites using bots?
2: It's definitely possible, but I wasn't able to confirm it. If anyone out there listening has any leads, please send us a message at baycurious at kqed.org. That was reporter Jessica Placzek. And remember, the
0: show doesn't work without you. So head over to baycurious.org and send us your questions. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Happy trails. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck!
4: Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member